Hi, everyone. Welcome to Refine and Grow with Justin and Lindsay. My name is Lindsay Allen. And my name is Justin Mueller. And this is your podcast for proven strategies on navigating and managing work life. I'm really excited about today's episode because we are interviewing one of mine and Justin's favorite colleagues, Heidi LaHart. Unfortunately, Justin can't be here today, but I am really excited to introduce Heidi. Heidi LaHart earned her Bachelor of Arts in Economics from the University of Washington before attending an executive business program at the London School of Economics and Political Science. She has over 25 years of work experience, beginning her business career as a program manager for Microsoft in the 90s before pivoting to the management consulting industry. Heidi has an expansive and diverse background as a management consultant. She's primarily been based out of Seattle and New York City. She's worked for large global consulting firms such as Slalom and Hitachi, as well as started her own boutique firm, which focused on advising local business owners on how to expand and grow their operations. Heidi specializes in learning and development and change management. As a consultant, she has worked with Microsoft, Nordstrom, Adobe, F5, Salesforce, Boeing, MetLife, and more. Heidi is currently the Amazon Account Director for Unify Consulting. She has been overseeing her company's consulting services for Amazon's real estate and facilities team for approximately five years. Welcome, Heidi. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Heidi, that's an amazing biography, and I am so excited to hear from you because of your diverse background experience. Can you share with us, what is some of the best career advice you've received and why? Well, the best advice was early on when I was 22 and graduating from college. I worked at Nordstrom in the shoe department in the summers, and my manager, Mona Johnson, said to me, surround yourself with good people. And I solicited it. I'm like, what can you tell me to take on in my career? And she said, always surround yourself with good people. And I remember that so well. And I wrote it down. And I've thought about it for the last 25 or 30 years. And she hired me, I think, for six days at one point. And then I just kept working with her for the next couple of summers. And I took a gap year after I graduated from college and went back to work with her again. And it was because she was a good person. And I've used that model my whole career of finding the good people and following them. I think that's so important, Heidi. And I'm wondering, how have you applied this advice throughout your career? Yeah, when I was 22, I wanted to be an engineer or when I was 21, and I was never cut out for something like that. So surrounding yourself with good people at that point meant to find the people that you resonate with and be okay with who you are because there's a synergy. When you're in a situation where you shouldn't be in, it's not necessarily that the people are not good people. It's they're not your people and you're not growing because you're just not supposed to be there. And as a woman and as a people pleaser, I have often gotten into that trap where I just want to succeed in something that I'm not even good at because I want to impress the wrong person. And the few mentors and the few big parts of my life I've had someone say, you're actually not very good at this. Why are you doing this? You're not good at engineering. You're great at communications. Go in that direction. And Lindsay, you're actually someone who's done that for me as well. <laughs> 
although I'm not sure I displayed the most gracious approach. You said, you're the fixer. You're not the best project manager. Why are you trying to do this? And you're a good person for saying that. And there's a trust there. And it helps. It helps to be honest with each other. And that's the good person. I'm not trying to impress someone who is super competitive. Like, those aren't my people. So I always look for who I can help. And that comes back to me always in full in so many ways. I really appreciated you being the type of person who could totally listen, meaning you actually heard the advice, not the criticism. It's a really difficult skill. And I want to hear your thoughts on listening and being able to sort through good versus bad advice. Well, I think it's back to that advice. You have to trust someone to know that they're giving you the right feedback. I mean, I've gotten feedback that I haven't liked, and I've also known that it wasn't true. It's knowing yourself and knowing who you can trust and who you can fall back on and having that confidence in who you are. And when you listen to yourself, you can listen to others. Like, I know that I'm not the best PM, and it's nice to have someone recognize that. We just always have to stop and evaluate and have trust in ourselves to listen to others. How do you navigate whom the right people are to surround yourself with and take advice from? Well, cast a wide net. Assume that everyone is great and everyone has best intentions in mind and let people prove you differently. And most people are good and most teams are good. When teams don't work, I've noticed that there's one person who takes away the equilibrium. And it could be a group of 100 people or it could be a group of 10 people. And there's one person that's causing some havoc. And that's sometimes hard to see who it is or how it is, but just continue to listen to yourself and watch for patterns. And then the people that you resonate with or that you want to work with or who have similar values to you will rise up. You'll be able to see that. I agree that most people have good intent, and I even think that we often misinterpret intent because we misjudge people. And in some cases, there's just one person that can be causing a lot of churn amongst many, and that can be unintentional. Exactly. And that one person, they might need some help and coaching and might not know that their behavior is making some havoc. That's usually what it is, too. Just because you don't get along with someone doesn't mean they're not there to teach you something. Yeah, someone who you get frustrated with, pay attention to what they're bringing up inside of you because it'll be a valuable lesson. Everyone is your teacher. So building off of that, and now that you're a people leader, how do you recognize a person who has ill intentions from a good person who is unfortunately causing churn? What are your tips from a leadership or managerial perspective? If you have someone who constantly says negative things about other people, then you can assume that they're saying the same thing about you. So there's little tips and watching people's behavior. How do they treat other people? What's their work ethic? Like we all have patterns that come to the surface. Like I had one guy on my team who could never make it to 10 a.m. meetings even. He was always too sleepy and he was a developer and the team got really mad at him and asked for him to be taken off. But he just needed a change in his schedule. He could work all night and get his work done and then sleep until noon. 
and he saved the team, but we had to acknowledge that. He's never going to be a morning person and he's never going to be someone who wants to go to status meetings, like let him work all night. He wasn't lazy. You know, he wasn't disengaged. He just had some sleep issues. So try to find out where some behavior is coming from that could be negative, but it's just who someone is and then help them figure out how to work with whatever handicap or weakness that we all have. I also think you're great at reading others and communicating with them. What are your thoughts on communicating as a leader? The more blunt that you can be, the better. And Lindsay, I think you're very good at that. Like, don't be afraid of confronting someone. I always say to myself, do it in love. And that's not necessarily a very corporate thing, but have the best intentions for people. If someone knows you have the best intentions and you say, why can't you make it to a 10 a.m. meeting? They're more likely to say, I have big sleep issues and I, you know, I'm getting treated for it and I can work all night. That's fine. Instead of out of fear saying, oh, I'll just try to make the 10 a.m. meetings, which is probably not going to happen. There's often a story behind why people act the way they do. Any other tips or examples before we wrap up? Yeah, I mean, we had someone on our team who was hired for a finance position. And Lindsay, you were part of this story, who was terrible at her job. And I remember saying she's not very good. And it turns out she's a brilliant person for communication strategist. And you saw that in her and I didn't. And you're like, let's move her to another job. That's actually another one that I've learned Find what people are good at, and you're very good at that too. And now she's leading a whole communications team, and she's excellent at what she does, but she doesn't have to be good at accruals. And sometimes I think the harder we try to do something that we're not good at, the more frustrating it is for everyone. So it's the observation of finding that fit. That's a great example, and I know who you're talking about. I love that you brought up role fit, and I think it's easy to overlook that once someone is in role. It's a common pitfall with hiring managers and new hires. What are your thoughts on where it comes from and how to best navigate? Is it because you don't recognize which skill sets and knowledge is transferable or applicable to different roles? Do we not think long and hard about fit in terms of our purpose and goals? Do new employees not have guides or mentors who can help? Do some of us maybe not have the right HR partner? There's so many angles. Curious what your thoughts are. I think all of the above, and I think everyone is your mentor, but I am very passionate about bringing up younger people in their careers with a lot of these questions, especially when we're in our 20s. We feel like we have to get everything right, and we can't admit that we don't like something or we don't know how to do something, and helping the person who's new in their career along is super satisfying because all of the stuff that we've learned over the last 25 years, we can help them kind of shortcut some of this, but everyone has their own journey. No one gets to shortcut growth, but you learn from mentoring as well. So everyone is your mentor. Yes, seeing everyone as a mentor is so important. And like you pointed out, every person you encounter can teach you. Actually, in the book that we're highlighting this season, I talk about my favorite lessons learned in the business world. And one of the things I say is that many of the best lessons I learned were from people who taught me what not to do. 
I also wanted to say that I know Justin would love this conversation, so it's too bad he can't join us today. But you reminded me of a discussion that we had in a previous season about how lucky we are to have worked for the organization that the three of us worked for, because the company focused so much effort and time into growing their people. And so much of this podcast revolved around the advice and wisdom that was passed along to us by all of those people who were working for our company. Because with that type of culture, there were just so many good people there. So honestly, I've never grown at a pace that I did there. And it's really all because I was surrounded by good people. Yeah, I actually had dinner last night with three people from that company, Hitachi, and we realized that some of us knew each other for almost 20 years. One is in Texas and he flew up and the other is leading a team at Slalom and none of us worked for the same company, but we all sat there and we're like, all three of us said, you've helped me grow in my career or jump jobs or move to the right company. And it is your network of people that help a lot. And then life happens and six months becomes 20 years and you're still connected to these same people. Amazing advice. Thank you so much, Heidi. That's it for today's episode. To access more information about the upcoming book, Refine and Grow, Lessons Learned on Navigating the Business World, or find additional resources, head out to our website at refineandgrow.com. And tune in next week for an all new episode. Thanks for listening.